Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the NBL News Podcast. Final round of the season coming up and a big round ahead. Joined by Jackson and Aiden once again. What's going on, guys? 50 games, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's been a long season, but let's just get to games while they're still on here. Yeah, what well, is last month went past, I reckon. Yeah, we're going into Feb, last round of the season, and then uh, straight on to the play-ins. So uh, exciting time for the NBL right now, considering there's no other sport on. So, you know, get down, watch the NBL on TV. It's the best sporting thing, the sporting competition to watch right now. So um, let's get into it. Award finalists, we've got to start off with that. They did announce it yesterday, and and there's a lot of talk about from, you know, who should be top three, who should be voting and and the likes. Um, but we'll go through each uh, award first, and, and we'll say who we think will win. And I have a feeling we'll all have the same uh, winner on each one. I, I have a feeling here, but... MVP, I think it was an obvious top three here. A lot of people thought Keanu Pinder would make it, but obviously he's had an injury-riddled season, and I just don't see him top three at all. But the top three is Bryce Cotton, Xavier Cooks, Mitch Creek. Nothing surprising there. Um, I think the winner, I was not saying obvious winner, but I think winner just is Xavier Cooks in this scenario. Jackson Aiden, what do you reckon? Aiden, do you want to go first? I think I, we all can, have a horse in this race, I can except for Bryce Evan. is a dark horse because <laughs> because you know Vegas have three captains, so they're going to all vote probably for Connor because they don't want Cooks to win. Cooks can't vote for himself, so he'll vote for Connor. I reckon Perth could somehow sneakily win this, in because I don't know the captains' votes. It's it's going to be very tight. I don't well, think. Well, remember Bryce's forty point game doesn't count. Xavier mm-hmm. Cooks's triple double doesn't count, and but Creek's forget, yeah, like last said, two games don't count. What I also got to mention: why, why is this? Why has this been announced yeah. with one round left? Why, especially last week? We, I don't even know if those votes counted for last week. Where saw Cooks and Con, who are they? They would say they're pretty close in in voting at the mm-hmm. moment. Cooks had a triple double. Cotton had a forty point game, and we've. Corey Williams harping on about you have to be top four to win the award. Shut Perf- up, Corey. <laughs> you can S- seriously. <laughs> Perth fans are upset by that. A lot of fans are upset. Perth, Sydney, and we'll get to that later. Anyway, um, but still, Perth can finish top four or mm. finish seventh. So you know, if if you're going off that, Corey, then you know why are we voting already for the award when there's still a couple rounds to go? That I don't understand at all. And still Wait, so it's captain coaches here. It's captains and coaches, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm but, pretty sure. So Sean Bruce and Cooks for Sydney and then Chase. They can't obviously vote for themselves. I so. thought it was all players, or is it just captains? I thought it was just captains and coaches. I thought it was thought just it was captains players. and coaches. It needs to be a bit more transparency. So then this is what I mean. Sydney will have right. two captains Ke- vote for probably Connings that they want quick winning. Then Fees can't vote for themselves. They've got three captains. So Conning gets I don't votes. think it's captains. I reckon it's captains. It would only be one captain then. No, here we go. I've got the media release up, guys. Coaches and captains from each of the 10 teams then voted on nominees with no votes allowed from a player from their own team. So there's more than one captain voting. No, I think it's only one captain because that would make it unfair. That's what I mean. I'm presuming presuming Bruce would be the guy for Sydney considering Cooks is going for MVP. No, I don't think he can't vote for himself anyway. I know, but like Mitch just to... he's not captain. Is Cotton captain for Perth? No, um, Jesse Wagstaff's captain. That's what I'm. That's why I feel like it's corrupted in a sense that 
If there was three captains that could vote, Bryce I definitely probably... don't think there is. It's got to be no. Just I'm one not saying it is because then it, if it is like three players for one team, um, and then just one captain, yeah, that's one. Captain, yeah. that's one of it's free. So it's McCarran for Adelaide, I think. Yeah, yeah McCarran. Brisbane so you, is Kadi, 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 Kadi. No, Kadi. It's Kadi. Kadi or Baines or Kadi. No, it's one Kadi. It's Kadi. Sure. Kansas McCall. Yeah, Illawarra yeah. is Sam Frawley. Yep. No, there's two co-captains for Illawarra, isn't there? It's Harvey as well, but I presume it'd be Sam Frawling voting. Well, well this is where we don't what? know. Should they so release? So we'll go, we'll go Harvey and Frawling, yes, for example. Yeah, okay. Melbourne's golden. This is what it? I mean. Like, who is the captains? We didn't know the transfer. Who's New Zealand's captain? What do they uh, have Brisbane? Tom Abercrombie, who, I'm pretty sure. Who's the coach that votes for Brisbane, eh? <laughs> which ones you've been which ones vote? Not, 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 which who, of the which 25 ones? coaches they've had this uh, year then perfect like anyway that's i think we've rambled enough about yeah. the voting scenario in the media who's voted for that but if you don't know the media it's about 10 or 15 media vote about five players each and a 15 player shortlist for each award and the players vote from that 15 player short players and coaches vote from that 15 player shortlist and then top three uh, gets announced and yeah, etc. It's a bit complicated, but it is what it is. But we say MVP. I say Xavier Cooks will end up winning it due to Sydney being the top team this year, and he's been fairly consistent this year. What do you? What do you? Do you guys agree? I say Cooks, but if we're going off each captain, I don't know how this is going to work. So. I, I think it'll be Cooks, but I don't think he's the right choice. No. Like I think it will be Cooks. Like yeah. I'll go to, to this again for another award. But I think it will be Cooks, but I think it should be one of the other two. Mm. Just purely on those two guys carrying their teams. The word valuable. Season. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Like Keanu Pinder. Pinder, before his first injury, I was thinking this guy is the definitely the most valuable player to Cairns because they went a 20 point game, double double. They, they won a six game win game streak without him. Yeah, exactly. Him. Oh, okay. So, so that night. ruled him out for me. A lot of people said that Pinder was snubbed of actually winning the award of MVP, no, which is absolutely no, he, he hasn't played enough games. games. <laughs> Jalen Adams won won the MVP last year, and he didn't play. I want to say a quarter of the season. Pinder hasn't played a bit more than a third, so I think it's quite right that um. And he hasn't Pinder's been as good as Cooks. It. People think he's better than Cooks this season. No, not at all. When um, when Pinder has played, I'd say maybe, but just through consistency, no. Well, now the Tigers have too many weapons. They've got Warnerberg, they've got Coke. Yeah. So, no. Coach of the year. Um, I think after that video last week, it should go to uh, Moni Mayor. We'll get into yeah, that. The video won't count you anything because it's from the <laughs> Storylines. Yeah. Storylines. This is what happens. Well, actually, because yeah. it was the last two rounds, but yeah. you see a video like that where, you know, it goes viral and. You see the reaction that makes you think. You think of Scott Roth last year and his emotions. You think because of the way he's acted in the storyline, he wins it. Same goes for Moni Mayor, I reckon. I mean, yeah. Breakers go. I mean, last season they barely had any home games. We know the whole story about the Breakers, and I think that's why. Although I don't think he is the best coach in the competition, I do think it is Chase oh, Buford. I mean, he's an, he's a good he's, coach. He's Chase surprised me. Is, he's, he's probably the best coach in the NBL, but obviously he he won't win it because Kings were champions last year and. The whole storyline stuff. So many more will win it. I think we've got Moe's three of the most fiery coaches in the league going for this award. Oh, like, Moe's no, cool, calm, fire. collected. No, I say Moe, on, yeah. a bit more relaxed than both. As a both head of coach and assistant yeah. coach, yeah. And I reckon he's the only one out of both of them that hasn't made any lateral excuses about what's happened in their situations. Like he's just a new John. He's like he said, "Oh, we could defend better." And then 
I think Chase and so Ford you guys agree up. with Moni Mayor for Cody? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. It's not yeah. going to be any of the other two. Even though Ford has been great and Buford's first, obviously it'll be Modi. Yeah. Uh, most improved player was the final three here was Sean McDonald. I think that was just a, a shoe, and he's been a great player and he's definitely improved. But um, yeah, he's he's kind of like no he, relation. He, people yeah. listening to the podcast to myself, <laughs> even though it's spelt the exact same way, no relation that I know of. Yeah, um, sure, sure, sure. The the other two, Keanu Pinder and Will McDowell White, and I think it's quite obvious that Pinder wins this one. Uh, by far, I mean, from two seasons ago, he was a guy that was almost out of the league, and now he's a MVP candidate. Not top three, but an MVP candidate for sure. And I think um, even last season, he went from a, a bench player kind of for for ta- for Cairns to um to now a uh, the best player on the team. So I think he definitely deserves the award, and you guys should agree. I politely disagree. Really, I'm going to give it to him about that one. Please elaborate. Look at the numbers. Pin, I know Pinder's developed his LA, but he was like the same like last year. It's like a defender like anything. Like I don't. He's great, but I don't think he's like improved. Like he's improved a lot. Is but, it? Is it always about numbers? This is the thing, though. It's yeah, like, I know. But if because people have said Pinder, Pinder's numbers are saying, "Oh, he's done," you know, that and that. But I think it's kind of like JLA last year's in a way. Yeah. But I, I kind of think, think we'll. Just get over. But, but you also got to consider, like, minutes-wise, Will McDowell-White was playing behind Chasson, Randall, Peyton Seaver, Hugo Besson. There was a lot of guards in that team for the Breakers last season, and he couldn't get, you know, the minutes, he, the, the star mm-hmm. role he's getting for the Breakers right now. He always had that talent, Will McDowell-White. Not saying he has improved. He's definitely improved as a player. But yeah. Keanu Pinder has improved like he's gone pretty much similar minutes maybe five five or so more minutes than compared to last season but he's improved into the best player on the team and helped them to a to a finals spot so um i think pinder easily wins this award it's two horse race there i don't think mcdonald gets any votes yeah mcdonald's improved um my guy michael warren Warren should have given him a better deal his agent he he should have tried to get him (laughs) as a as a, lo- a main local, main roster player for next season, he's definitely better than, than Weeksy, and he should be their backup point guard, but that's for another time. Um, that's awesome. Six man used. of the year. Now, Barry Brown, no comment, move on. Yeah, I agree. Jackson, uh, Evan, three Austin. are Barry Brown, Rashad Kelly, and Tyler Johnson. And obviously, we, we all say it's going to be Barry Brown here, but I'm. It's I'm not going to be Johnson. No, I, I, I know. There's, what I'm going to say is I don't like how it's three star imports in this award. Like these are yeah. imports. When when you think of imports in the NBL, you think of, you know, a starting player, uh, a guy that's going to make an impact. Like you look at Barry Brown. He's the, what, he's second he's best player on the Breakers. Of an import. He's the second best player on the Breakers, right? Who's you can agree with that. Um, probably Brantley. Yeah, Brantley, no pardon, Brown. The interchangeable each game. Yeah. yeah. Um, Rashad Kelly, probably the... Well, he's still getting player. minutes to start. He's starting again, so I don't, I don't. I don't yeah, Rashad more. Kelly, third best player on the Jack Jumpers, right? Tyler Johnson, he's probably the best player on the boards this season. So what I don't understand, this is what upsets me in this award, is that you got the third best player, the third best player, and the best player on their respective teams, yet they're going for six man of the year. Yet I like, I understand, yeah, they've come off the bench and they're eligible for the award, but well, I feel have like they? This- 
Have they come off the bench? What's the percentage for six men? Well, of the obviously, year? if they're eligible for the award, well, if they're eligible for the award, then obviously they've been there. You know, but what I'm saying, this should be a role play. This should be given to a Kiet Noy or a, a Clint Steindl. Yeah, or a Zayliafa, or you know, well, Zay does start to do. I know, but a player like that, a true role player, that is not that is like a, a sixth best player on the team. This is why it's called six man of the year because they are the sixth best player on the team. They're the well, best player. Would you, you know, say Mango before player. he left? No, he didn't do it consistently. No, no, he's not the sixth best player on the team. Barry Brown, Rashad Kelly, Tyler Johnson—they're all top three players on the team. This is what I don't like about the award this year. And I mean, yes, they're eligible because you know that's how the rules work. But like, um, that's just my saying. It should go. You're just saying because they're playing like starters minutes anyway. Well, they, it's because they're not the sixth best player on the team. It's no. sixth man of the year. They're the, Tyler Johnson's the best player on the Bullets. Like, so why is your he sixth going for a bench player bench player award? You know, you know what I'm saying. I know they've come off the bench, but you know it's just how rotations have worked for them. And you know, a guy like Hugh Noy should be winning this award. But anyway, that's my rant. Um, That's a red. I would, I would honestly, but I would have voted for Kuat Noy. I know Barry Brown, you know, easily wins no, it. But oh, Noy for Sydney, yep. Yeah, I would have given it to him because he is the definition of six man, a guy that's come, a role player that's come off the bench and is not don't a laugh top at this one. three player on the team. But before he got the starting minutes, Kai Soto would be, I reckon, up in conversation. Even Kai Soto, maybe. Yeah, he would be said. top eight in that conversation. Yeah. Sorry. Exactly, anyway, a player like continue. that, not a top three import player. Anyway, defensive player of the year, Antonius Cleveland, Derek Pardon, and Shay Illy. Obviously, Sydney HQ went absolute chaos on Twitter after they didn't see their man Justin Simon, who could have arguably won this award here. Or Xavier in top Cooks. Three. Yep, or and Shay Illy instead gets in after playing, what, 12? 12 games, 12, 14 games this season. 14, I think. Um, and so well, Sydney... 12 because he didn't play half of the other games. So, yeah. So, Sydney went to blame the, the media, obviously, first on Twitter and Liam, Santa Maria, and Olgan. They're like, all right, here's our votes. We literally said Simon should probably win the award. And they're like, oh, uh, oh maybe we should. Um, uh, the should we blame players. Now? Yeah. It's well, the it's players' the NBL. fault. It's the players' fault. You know, yeah, they were saying, well, Paul Smith was carrying on about Melbourne, NBL, and it was only, what, two two actual Melbourne media members in there? Like, come on. It's, think Sorry. about the players and the coaches. Maybe they don't think Simon is actually that good of a defender. The players think that, you know, and, and that's probably a better opinion than the media because they're playing against him every night. So, look, that's how it is. That's how it is. But I think, um, I think Derek Pardon will win this award. Well, how many games do you reckon he's played that resulted in four fouls or more? Pardon? Yeah, guess. Just have a guess. Not many. You've got you've harped on about this from the start of the season, haven't you? Three four fouls games and above. Twenty three out of twenty six. That's not bad. What an input big. Mm. Has he been fouled out at all this season? No. I'm looking That's pretty now. good. That's pretty That's good. Pretty good. That's why big. I think he, he deserves it. Uh Jackson, do you agree? Derek Pardon? Yeah, out of the three guys, Derek yeah. Pardon, but yeah. I think it should have gone to one of the other guys that weren't voted either, Simon or Cooks. But I'm not here to disagree with players. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I I thought that too. But if the, the players, players actually coaches, play, coaches actually coach. You come up media him. just watches the game. Yeah, so. that's not bad. Not nine out of twenty six games, he got less than two fouls. 
pond. Yeah, it's some for new input. That's um, good numbers. I will say this about Simon: he hasn't been, in my opinion, the same player he was at Illawarra. No, because he's got an offensive game now. He can shoot the ball. He can somewhat attack the ring. No, without... no, no, I'm saying he he's been a less Im- yeah. defensive, impactful player than he he's was. He's become at like Cleveland. Yeah, he was unreal in Germany. He won Defense Player of the Year in Germany last year. I think he averaged 15 points over there as well. Yeah. So he was really good at fans. They want him to win three in a row, apparently. That's what they're trying to say. <laughs> Conspiracy first. Oh, well. Um, Next Generation Award, we already have harped on about this award <laughs> and how ludicrous it is. But ludicrous honestly, I still nice think word. Sam Warnenberg deserves it. Even though, yes, Frawling has had the better season, um, Cairns are first and, and Warnenberg, oops, not first, they're, third, they're top two team, top three team. And um, Wardenberg's been a starter on them in their first in his <laughs> first season, so I think he he still deserves the award over Sam Froling, who has been in the league for a while, and Hawks have been uh, bottom of the table, and he's been really the only player that's played the whole season for them. So um, I say Wardenberg for this award. Agree. Okay. He he deserved it anyway. He, well, I was, look, I don't know counting this week, but this week he was unreal. Yeah, yeah, twenty six points, couple eight boards or so, in the in the game last night against Adelaide, I think it was. Probably cost me a bet. Maybe the other game against <laughs> they play on Saturday. I can't remember, but he's he's been good recently, Waterberg, and if he's a rookie starter on the top three team, he deserves it anyway. So he will um, be a great piece for the tour bucks in the future. Yeah, hundred percent. Him um, and Yannick Quetzal. Okay. Oh, and it's Stephen Adams PTSD. plays too. You got Rob Lowe. They got some good bigs, New Zealand. Big Sam um, Timmons. Sam big Tim. Tyrell Harrison. Oh, if we got one good, only Anzac. <laughs> um, um, in my can can I talk about this award? Yep. Right. Statistically, it should go to it should go to Sam Froling. Yep. Out of the person who was robbed, it should go to Sam Wardenberg because yep. they changed the rules. Yep. However, I have a sneaky suspicion they'll give it to Travers for the NBA push like they did Lamelo and Gideon, those guys. Ooh, I like that take. Yeah. But I just think but what th- about this is the award where, where people want to give guys an NBA push. And I was a bit shocked that, um, what's his name? He played French guy who plays for the Breakers. I, I Best just No, Why um, this yeah. season. Repair. Thank you. Repair. I forgot his name. Um, I, I was a bit surprised that he wasn't on this, on the shortlist because he, you know, this award, Rookie of the Year, Next Gen, whatever you want to call it, is usually, it seems the next star came in, is the guy that they want to push into the NBA. And, yeah, but I reckon he's just been banged up too much, like before. Yeah, I true. Know. Like, I don't know who it was as well, but like and he Bull played. won it last year, so the conspiracy is yeah. conspiracy dead. He's busted. Um <laughs> Um, there was some good news this morning. I really like this this signing this morning, this morning for the afternoon. Hawks. Um, Justin Robinson re-signing with the Hawks. Obviously, he only played the one game with them earlier this year due to getting that injury that, that saw him miss the whole season, and it sucked because this guy, um, look, he has, in my opinion, he has the potential to be as good as, as Jalen Adams. I think I may have said that first first episode of the year. I may have said that of the season that um, he has the potential to be as good as Jalen Adams was for the Kings. I wouldn't say MVP and championship, but as a player, I think um, he's he was unreal. I mean, the Bucks. I think the Bucks 
chose Robinson over Jalen Adams last the season before. Um on the Bucks. So um he's a good re-signing and, and look, he wasn't gonna get many offers after injuring uh, I think it was his ACL for the year. So yeah, he's not getting an NBA deal, he's not gonna get a top Euro League deal, so win win for both. Um he stayed around. I think we all saw this coming. Um and now Hawks already looking good for next season. They're, they're already recovering from from their poor year and they've got arguably um they could be the best backcourt in the league next season. Justin Robinson and Tyler Harvey. Look, what do you do you guys agree? Do you, do you think I'll go to you first, Jackson? You reckon Robinson and Harvey have the potential to be the best backcourt in the league next season? They have the potential, but whether they do or not is a different story. Like I if you remember that one game he played um against Sydney, I'm I'm pretty sure it was against Sydney. Like he jacked up so many shots. He jacked up more shots than Tyler Harvey, who should be the number one option. I'm not saying that he will he will take more shots than Tyler Harvey for an entire season, but yeah. I don't think that was what they needed out of him. And surely that would change by now. Like he'd know what his role would be. Yeah. Um like they need a well, what Illawarra always say ever since Harvey's second season, which was last season, is like, oh, we need a point guard to get Harvey off ball so that he can be a bit more like Bryce Cotton in Perth and he can play a shooting guard. Yeah. When in his first season, when he played primarily point guard, he was runner up in MVP. And yeah. I don't get how that works. So, mm. um, like, I do like the move though, but um, we'll just have to wait and see. Hmm. Um, Aiden, what do you reckon? They finally did something right. I'm sorry. They finally resigned someone and didn't let them go. That's tick. <laughs> yeah, true. Sponsored yeah. True. and whatnot. But um, this is good for the Hawks and maybe a new ownership group because a guy like him, you can build around. And yeah. like the he's he's only 25 as well. Exactly. People forget how young he is. Yeah. But I reckon he won't be the only one that gets re-signed before the season ends or close when the season ends. Ding Ding yeah. should be re-signed, I think. Yeah, and, and Will Hickey and Madronia's on the option. Obviously, they should pick Hickey over Madronia. Then you've only yeah. got a you got an import, and, and hopefully they signed a, a marquee. Hopefully, Reef comes back. That would that would save yeah. them. But Reef and Robertson work They well. need to push their, their main thing in this free agency now is they've got the import backcourt. They've got Sam Froling. You build around those three guys. Um, You push heavy for a marquee local, whether that's a Findelani, do a brief. Even a Nick K or Brock Mode and whatever it is, you got to push hard for one of those. I need input free after this. I don't need yep. input big. And, and there's lots of good import bigs out there. So uh, they got good potential for next season, the Hawks. Um, big like greatest potential. Done. We've heard about no potential. <laughs> <laughs> um, getting to some games from last round now. The Breakers and Taipans both officially clinched a spot in the finals in the top. They'll both be top three as well. Um, breakers that win against. Uh, Melbourne United. How good was Bernie Mayor's reaction after the game? If you haven't That's seen it already, definitely, definitely check the socials. But um, look, he goes in the locker room. Well, goes under the under the nice. stadium after, and he's he's on his knees crying, and it's 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 uh, amazing, incredible scenes. Yeah, I mean, um, the Breakers said on Twitter that Bernie Mayor had the number sixteen on his wall all season as his number one goal to get sixteen wins and. He got that 16th win against United at Spark Arena and clinched a final spot at the far, in the, for the first time since 2018 as well. So 
Yeah. Unreal stuff. Look, to be breakers. fair, they should be released 17 and 10. That first Mel United game, just going to point it out there. But Yeah. Oh, yeah. was that the one where XRM hit a shot from three when yeah. it was actually after yeah. the buzzer? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember that now. Yeah. But um, still. They're, <laughs> but they're yeah, congrats to Modi in the team. Yeah. They're likely oh, yeah. to finish top two here, um, considering Cairns lost that game against Adelaide last night. Um, and they finished the week day before. Um, did they lose two re- two games this this week? Yeah, they yeah. And they, and... but they won. They played three times, so they beat. Um, they beat Brisbane. They beat Brisbane. But they really yeah. lost that game against Brisbane. I was looking at it. At one yeah. Point. Oh yeah, it was close. Yeah, so I think Cairns will end up finishing third, considering Breakers have Hawks and Bullets last. So Breakers will finish second here, and they'll get a week off, which is great, well deserved to them. Um, but it's what 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 I like about both these teams clinching a spot. Is these two teams were bottom of the table last year yeah. in the NBL? Yeah, ninth and tenth. Cairns and Cairns was ninth. Breakers were tenth, and they weren't very good last year. And and they've improved uh, to second and third. So that's how good the NBL is, and and how much can change in a year if you make the right off season moves and make that minor coaching change. Um, you never know what could happen, and and that's the beauty of the NBL. It's never an advantage. It's not always going to be the the top sides. Uh, always at the top. It, these lower, you know, these uh, smaller town teams can, um, well, not New Zealand, that's a country, but, you know, Cairns is a <laughs> smaller city team that can go from ninth and to the top two team in one season, which is great to see. And you know what? They now do imports, both of them. They had 100% low, oh, yeah. I want to say low budget, but not a budget like United would have had in a Sydney would have had and Perth, yeah, yeah. those big and Adelaide this season, well, as yeah, well. exactly. You look at you know, you look at those teams, and it's like Brisbane as well, which didn't imports, pan out. It's not always, yeah, I mean, it's not always about oh, we've got a big budget, we may as well spend for the best imports. You look at Cairns, Shannon Scott, you know, DJ Hogg, and, and McCall wouldn't have been on the more expensive side as he McCall might have been, but the rest of the other two wouldn't, yes, Shannon Scott would have been probably the cheapest import in the league this season. And no, um, uh, Devondrick Walker would have come pretty cheap yeah, well, for half the he's season. He's gone halfway through the year. Yeah. Cheddar Scott probably would have been one of the cheapest imports in the league, and he's turned out to be a really good player for them. So well, I reckon Jericho Potter would have been cheap for the breakers. Yeah, that exactly as well. Mm. Another good point. So um yeah, you consider that. And um it's, just, well, it's not always about while we're talking the best about cans, um, I'll just say that it looks like Pinder's done for the rest mm. of the season and Maybe including finals. I'm not Nothing quite sure yet. But, um, but like Pender tweeted out yesterday on Twitter, and and then Bogut responded saying, you know, I've heard stuff about him out for yeah, the rest of the season Pinder's... and and potentially including finals. So um, Pender's tweet was all that hard work for nothing. Shake my head. So... That may have actually been due to him not being in the MVP. Debate, maybe, but... yeah. I, I could, I, I don't, maybe. I don't, I don't but think that... just due to Bogut's response, yeah. Know. But Bogut likes to stand apart, so I don't know. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah, not, I'm not trusting Bogut because he is the king's owner, and uh, you know, king, king's owners <laughs> love to stand apart, yeah. So, except for Longley, Longley's a good guy, <laughs> um, but well, yeah, nothing confirmed on Pinner's front. Hopefully, he does play in the finals. If not, I don't think Cairns will end up winning the championship. Um, that, they could do well though. They, they proved they yeah, could play well, really well. They did go on that six game streak, but will they beat Sydney without Pinder? Probably not. Um, Xavier Cooks had a triple double as well. The first Medals. triple double uh, since 
this is remarkable though. Since Josh Giddy, no, I reckon McCall snuck one in there with ten turnovers. But anyway, sorry, guys. But he almost had McCall last game last season. Almost had a forty-point triple double. I'm pretty sure. That's true. Yeah, but does that game really count? No, no, no. Um, no, because Brisbane had played like was, seven guys. That was like a pickup game that one last season. Anyway, mm. Xavier Cooks first triple double, sixteen, ten, and ten. Um, first triple double since Giddy in twenty twenty one, and probably the only one this season. Um, so it's it's to get a triple double in the NBL, it is very hard, and it yeah. should be um, congratulated more. I guess I don't know if that's the right term that you recognised more. Yeah, yes, like. It is very, very hard to get, and um, I don't think people, more people should have cared about it um, than, yep. than what they should have, because as I said, Josh Giddy, the last guy to get it, and I think the other guys since, I'd say since 2010, the only guys that have got it, since the, Sykes, ten, the only guys, I could name all the guys that have got a triple double in the 10 minute era, it's Cedric Jackson, Nathan Sobey, Lamelo Ball, Kiefer Sykes, Sykes Will McDowell-White. Josh Giddy and Xavier Cooks. That's it. Seven and guys. So seven guys have got a triple double in the ten minute era. So yeah. I think we should be, you know, caring about it more. Do you agree with and that? And one that fell oh, out yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Only guy joining Ricky Grace as the only guy in the NBL history to get a triple double and fail out in the same game. But Cooks did it the hard way. He did it in what, he's shooting with, yeah, yeah. And his shooters were shooting, you know, you know. <laughs> JJ hit a few frees that, you know, not everyone would hit, but credit yeah. made. Yeah. It made it look easy. <laughs> um let's talk about the finals race now. It's heating yeah. up last round of the season. And uh we'll we'll go through our tips now as well, just to to get a common understanding of what's going on. I know Aiden, you've got your, your graphics there that's a shit graphic around, but anyway. <laughs> Sorry, my my French. Um but there's a look, there's still a chance. We'll we'll start off with, with Adelaide. One percent chance, I'm pretty sure I saw. It would have gone up by last night. Yeah, I it's, gone, it's it's gone up. It's gone up um, not but by much. Adelaide still have a chance to make the finals here and it's remarkable. And, and I said season's still alive and people are like, what how, well, how look, is that? This the is a classic dumb and dumber players, scene of last, you're telling the, me there's a the chance. Lowest, yeah, the lowest is eighth. But let me let me explain, all right. It is people may think, oh, it's impossible, like it's a two hundred point margin. It's not. It is it's fairly possible. Right, it's it's probably very hard. It's very low of happening, but it's not out of the realms of poss- like possibility, you know. And impossible that's possible. I mean, I tell you what. I mean, yeah, it's the NBL at the end of the day. You never know what's going to happen. So Adelaide are currently uh, need to win their next two games. They play Sydney, which is quite a tough game, but they win that Sydney one and players. they beat they beat Melbourne and. Perth lose both their games against Cairns and Sydney. Um, Adelaide and Perth will have the exact same uh, record. So then we'll go down to percentage. And right now, at this present time, Adelaide uh, minus 62 points behind Perth. Now, it is a lot. 30 and 30. It is a lot. But if you break it down, it is it's very hard of happening. But it, you never know. Adelaide could, <laughs> for example, could beat Sydney by 15 points, right? Let's say this. Adelaide beat Sydney by 15 points. Then they, they go beat Melbourne by 20 points as well. Yeah, that's 35. Yep. Then Perth lose both their games against Sydney and Cairns by 15 points. Adelaide are in. So it's not it's not 
crazy, but it is very, very. This is thanks to Duncan Berg, yes. Yeah, very, very hard. Yes. You know? Um, they may have to slip some money under the table to the Sydney Kings to, to let these results happen. <laughs> but um, look, 15, fifteen point margins for for all those point for all those four games, and uh, you never know. But that's their chance of happening. Melbourne are more likely to overtake uh, Perth in this scenario. They just have to win their game against Adelaide and just, hope... <laughs> yeah. Well, um, and Perth, if if they lose both their games, Melbourne automatically in. They'll have the better record. But if Perth win one game and lose uh, their another game, mm-hmm. it will be down to percentage. And right now, Melbourne are minus twelve points behind Perth. So. <laughs> Look, that's that's a genuine chance. It could be even. Happening. So I should know. It can't be because if Perth they beat if Perth beat Cairns by three points, that goes to minus fifteen, and then Melbourne beat Adelaide by eight points, and then Perth lose to Sydney by eight points. <laughs> Melbourne are in. Too many mouse heads. Throw down playing, and I think that's that's pr- that's probably what I reckon. Will, will well, the highest that Melbourne can finish is fourth. Everyone at home, they can yeah, but fourth, that's but they're they're, they're yeah, better, and uh, what else is there? Perth, if they win both their games, then Melbourne and Adelaide are sent packing. So, a lot to play out still. Jackson, what do you think happens? We'll go through tips, actually. We'll yeah, go we'll, tips. we'll go game game by game. Right? Let me actually, get up Melbourne, my And Melbourne can also overtake South East Melbourne if they beat Adelaide by 40 points. So, never know. 40 points. But Adelaide's got to, Adelaide wants to win so in a way. We're not going to. Well, if they lose to Sydney, then. Let's just you move know, on to the tips error, and we'll go tips. through Yeah, this. okay. Here we go. First game of the round is Illawarra, New Zealand. Um, That game really doesn't matter, but New Zealand. Massive New Zealand, not Illawarra. Yeah. New, New Zealand, Zealand should win, win this game. And and if they do, that helps them uh, in the chance second. of securing top two. Yeah, they'll be second after that. Adelaide, Sydney. Ooh. I'm going no, to say Adelaide. To, I'm going to say Adelaide because they've got to keep the finals chances alive. They've got to keep the finals chances alive. I'm going to say Adelaide um, just though. And, Adelaide um, by five for me. Yeah. Um, but they would need, if, if Adelaide want a chance of staying, Sydney are already locked in first place. Um, but Adelaide uh, need to win this game by a considerable margin to, <laughs> to stay in it. Um, but I still think Adelaide will win. Perth Cairns, yeah. this uh, is a huge game. Perth are two and zero against Cairns this year. Ooh, did not know that fact. You just gave them the buzz now. You just gave Perth their ultimate to be good. Nah, Perth for me. Um, I'm gonna go Cairns. Evan, shut up with your stupid throwdown <laughs> play-in. I said it and... last week, and I'll say it again. Perth are losing their last two. Melbourne are overtaking them. Um, yeah, so this is Evan Melbourne United bias just... coming in. Yeah, this is real bias, right? This is it's, Vic Bice coming straight through Evan. It's Evan's the fact that diet. Perth Wildcats have zero to none defense. Um, the the only way they win games is by scoring. You know, yeah, the, but Cairns like to check up freeze as well. So I don't know. Cairns are got to all. Cairns have to do is literally shut them down, and they've got to win because Perth just Perth just literally just leave them. They they like open a gate for them. In, in whatever yeah. team they play against, Perth just open a gate for whatever team. But if Cairns play like they've been playing every last time, week, then no, Cairns won't win if they play like how they played this whole week. They won't win. So I'm going to say Cairns. Perth have zero zero defense at all. Oh, he's going to say zero chance. Them. Okay, um, Cairns will win. Next game, 
What is it? Illawarra Tassie. This means Tassie. absolutely nothing. But Tassie no, it does. No, no, it does mean no. Tassie loses by about 15 or 18. Phoenix get fourth spot. Okay. So Tassie could right. be somehow jump out of the six, but I doubt it. They need to lose by like 60 points. Tassie to, to jump no, out. No, no, but for fourth place, no, no, yeah. For, for them to jump out of the six, yeah, they will lose, will lose by 60. But for yeah. them to jump uh, fourth, they will lose by well, 17 well, points. If they lose this game and Perth win there too, then Tassie aren't in the top four. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. And wait, so how much is the difference between them and the Phoenix? About 16. Okay. So it's not. It's they not... probably won't lose to the Hawks by 16, but there you go. Hey, the Hawks, Hawks could shut up. They could. If the Tassie got complacent, they can. Be well, every, every game still has playoff complications here. Either way. Yeah. Um, Brisbane, New Zealand. Uh, New Zealand's got to win that one yeah, and New got Zealand. to secure top the, the second place on the ladder after this game. Well, I'll be seeing place after the Cairns game. Um, not the Cairns game, after the Friday game, the first game against either one. I'll lock that one up. Yeah, so I think New Zealand. I think that game will be agree. nothing in, in I my think we eyes. all agree New Zealand's got to finish second year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the final day of the of the season. Uh, and Dinner. this is... There it is. It's a, it's a huge, huge final day. Melbourne, Adelaide, both. Well, if I say Adelaide win, they've both got a chance to win it. Uh, to, well, to... <laughs> Wow, bravo! You can be best, um, but I think Melbourne will obviously win this one. How much? Um, by ten points. Will Eight you both points. be in attendance? Yes. So you, you who do you, Jackson? Who do you think? I think Melbourne. I'm going to go Adelaide if Illy's out. Illy's in Melbourne. I don't think Illy's coming back. I don't think he's either, but I'm going to go Adelaide. All right, upset. Here we go. Finals game of the season could really determine the finals. Perth, Sydney. Could. Perth. Will. It will determine the finals, actually. Sydney, yeah. Perth. 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 I'm going Sydney. There you Perth go. This is, Melbourne Perth. United, man, this is the bias coming straight through. Guys, He's not even Melbourne trying United. to hide this is, it. This is Melbourne United news right here. Perth will lose both games this weekend. And uh, we'll be out of the playoffs. I said it last week, and I'm sticking to my hot take. Two years in a row. Deja vu has got to happen. It's the faith. It's, it's got to be in their heads, and they got to lose both. I'm telling you. What well, if Melbourne wins? Can, 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 can we can we see I'm Chris Godwin make a plea to to Sydney players like like um Josh Bichette did? All right. Well, hot take of the week. Right, hot I want to go first. Here we go. go. Melbourne will beat Adelaide by 30 points, but it will not matter in the end because Perth will beat Pans and Sydney. Ooh. You remember Look a couple of years back? Look coming out from Jackson, eh? <laughs> you remember a couple of years back? It the was Soviet. the COVID grand final year. The Brisbane. When Brisbane had to win by like 40 points or yeah, something. Against and Cairns. they did, but it didn't matter in the end. Yeah. I'm going for that. I don't think CJ's going to let that happen. I don't no, know. He wants to end the happen. game on Pride. Considering what happened with Perth and South East Melbourne last year, I don't think that's going to happen again. Um, so if you're up, mine, it is the Illawarra Hawks will be a top two team next season. No reaction. Great. I'm internally no, laughing at that statement, but no, 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 I, no. See, I see it. No. I see it. I, I see the vision, but yeah, it's still we a whole lot to play out. Season, 
they bring Duop Reef, they they bring in um well a marquee local. Well here's the import. thing, they don't have Gorgian. You're forgetting this. Who's Gorgian? So? <laughs> the guys don't know so? kind of, I know who Gorgian is. No, no, they no. don't have Brian Gorgian. They don't have Domain Brian. Brian? Yeah. Yeah. Well that's why it's a hot take, isn't it? This top six hey. is locked, but six won't change at all. Six won't change at all, even order. The order might change, but not like Phoenix and Perth might flip around. But well, I don't think that's a hot take, then, Aiden. No, the okay, top fine. six no, won't okay, change. No, no, no. Okay, then Everyone fine. Barry Brown will get a triple double this weekend, and he'll be the second player to get this season. Barry Brown, yeah, Barry Brown, your voice cracked, and I love it, but yes, Barry Brown, Barry, Barry um, Brown. I've just thought of this, and mm-hmm. because we're sticking on, because we talked about awards earlier, would first and second team voting also happen last week? No. Yes. I don't think, oh, yeah, but they yes. wouldn't. Because because would have all happened they, these games could change those exactly. voting drastically. I know. We, we've gone we've gone through this a lot now. It's yeah. yeah it's Let's go to rapid five. I want to hear your rapid five. All right, rapid five. Should there be an all defensive first team? Yes. Yes. Uh, do the Taipans make any change to their roster at all next season? Yeah. Yeah, few, I don't see Pinder coming back. Let's oh, say no. Pinder does return. Do they make any changes? Yes. We're going to give him one more player, but I'm not going to name him yet. Uh, yeah. Um, is Bryce Cotton the best player outside the NBA? No. Yeah. No, you that's Mike James. Okay. Uh, will we see another triple double this year? Not this well, season. Based this on year. my well, hot take, yes, exactly. Yes. But Jackson, do you think this year, twenty twenty three, not this season, twenty twenty three is the year in general? Uh yeah, I, I think so. And um, this one's for only you here, Jackson. Uh, is Aiden the best volunteer in the NBL? Yes, he is. One hundred percent. Should there be an award for it? No, I'm kidding. There should not be an award for it. But anyway, I want to see Aiden on awards night collecting his volunteer of the to, year award. We have to congratulate our man Aiden. Fifty games for the Phoenix. Yep. Very good achievement one. from you. You got a jersey and and everything. So well done to you. Best Thank volunteer you. in the game by country mile. By country mile. No, there's a few other ones that I'd like. <laughs> I would shout out, but I wouldn't. No. Um, but you do great work for the Phoenix and United. You know, yes. you do. Can you we, do can we, can we clarify both. that I work for both? And another, yeah, you do work for both, but you you are a f- more Phoenix man in general. But um, yes, but there's, oh, there's reasons behind it. We've talked about it. Fifty mans. You raise the bat. Are you going for a hundred? Look, let's hope I've got a paid job at the Phoenix Pundit or something <laughs> in, in the old Pundit. But like, who knows? But exactly. yes, I've been there since the first game. It's the club yep. has changed a lot. Yeah, and hopefully it keeps improving. I, I want to yep. see Phoenix. I don't want to see a club expanding too. No, I want, I want to see them selling out John Kane Arena in the near future as well. Um, you guys got anything else to add before we um, go into finals you, next well, week? If you want to see the visuals of how the final, finals work, go Duckenberg or the Statsman. They've got everything. That, you know, NBL you know. will put a post up for sure. Exactly. Yeah, I think so. But if you need to, just go to them. And, yeah. Um. Also, Gazies are on. The seventh, so next a week Tuesday. from today, I'm pretty sure. Tuesday or Wednesday? I think it's Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. So keep and an eye then... out on that, and also keep an eye out on when playing dates come out, because mm. I think they'll be locked away pretty soon. I see. I reckon as soon as the Perth game finishes, they're going to put it out. It's going to be bang. The Sydney Perth or the Cairns Perth? Sydney Perth. Yeah. 
All right, and I'm going to finish off with saying referee of the year this year is going to Nico Fernandez. Thank you very much for tuning in this week. I'll see you guys next week.